Shalom and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead and in this session, this podcast, I'm going to be continuing talking about Torah and prayer. So in this podcast, I'd like to turn our attention to Sefer Shemot, the book of Exodus, and discuss the incredible 13 attributes of mercy. As we have discussed in previous podcasts, prayer or tefillah is conversation that connects because the language used reflects the sound of heaven. There is a remarkable idea that permeates throughout the Torah in relation to how we pray and why heaven responds to the sound of heaven. So when we use the words of God in our prayer, we become anchored into the environment of his voice. The sound of his voice becomes our place of habitation. We surround ourselves with the atmosphere of heaven. So when we encounter and begin to meditate within his voice, the way we breathe and speak changes. It becomes lifted up. We become lifted up above the sound of creation. And this moves us towards an expression of awe and rejoicing. We begin to have the perspective of heaven. And this is something that David HaMelech, David the King, expresses so well in the book of Tehillim, in the book of Psalms, when he talks about how his soul, how his nefesh, the, the way he breathes, the way he moves himself towards God in his relationship with God, the way this lifts him up. And particularly, if you look in Tehillim 30, Psalm 30, in the first couple of verses there, where it talks about, David Malik is talking about how Hashem, how God lifts him up, and because of that lifting up, he comes into a place of rejoicing, a place of celebration. And what's really fascinating about this verse is what it says at the end, how it says that he is lifted up above the sound of his enemies. Let me just quickly read this to you in the Hebrew, where he says, Aromimcha, I will exalt you, Hashem, ki, because diletani, you have drawn me up. <laughs> Velo simachta oivai li, and you have not let my foes rejoice over me. Now, this is quite a remarkable thing when you stop and really think about it because it's the sound of the rejoicing, the sound of David HaMelech's rejoicing that is in this elevated area. So it is the sound of his voice connecting with the sound of heaven. And what is absent from that environment? What is absent is the chaos of the sound of those things that would oppose that type of rejoicing. The sound of that 
does not come into the environment of heaven, where David Hamelech has been lifted up. And this is something that has been incredibly beneficial in my life when considering, when I consider where prayer is supposed to take us, or where we find ourselves because we are rejoicing. And what facilitates that? God's word. What facilitates that also? His hand upon our lives, lifting us up. And this is why the 13 attributes of mercy are such an amazing gift to humanity. Because when we engage with them, we go beyond ourselves and into the nature and character of who God is and how he desires to show or share himself with us. So let's quickly go through these 13 attributes and allow allow them to come into the sound of our prayer and into the, the thoughts of our meditation to begin to observe just how amazing God is in his desire to move us above the chaos of life that confines our perception. So let's turn again to the book of Shemot, the book of Exodus. And you will find these in chapter 34, verses 6 to 7. And I would encourage you also just to allow yourself to have the context of why God is sharing these with Moshe Rabbeinu, Moses, our teacher. So if you go and you read in chapter 33, verses 13 to 23, we have this whole backstory and gives us context about what is actually happening here. So beginning in verse 5 of chapter 34, we read in the English, the, the Lord, Hashem descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord, the name Hashem. And then it says in verse 6, where we begin to read this, let me just read this quickly in the English. Verse 6, Hashem passed before him and proclaimed, and this is where the 13 attributes begin. And this is how we read it in the in the English, Hashem, Hashem, God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abundant in kindness and truth, preserver of kindness for 2,000, forgiver of iniquity and willful sin and error, but who absolves. Now let's quickly investigate what's happening here in the Hebrew. Let me just read it. Read these 13 attributes to you as they are said in Hebrew, beginning with the first, the first attribute of Hashem is his name. And what's remarkable here is that he says it twice. So he says this, Hashem, Hashem, El Rachum Vechanu, Erech Apayim Verav Chesed, so that's verse 6, and then it goes into verse 7. So let's break this down into each of the 13 attributes and go through them one by one. So the first one, of course, is Hashem, the ineffable name, the tetragrammaton, the four-lettered name of God. And what's interesting is that it is taught that this, this name, Hashem, forms the name Hayar 
Chavar Yiyei. He was, he is, he will be. So Hashem, this name, firstly, designates God as the prime cause of everything. This name represents the attribute of mercy. In addition, the name spelling implies God's timelessness. Hashem indicates to us that before we sin, He is mercy. And the Talmud states, I am the God of mercy before a person sins, and I am He, in other words, I am mercy after a person sins and repents. The second mention of the name denotes that even after a person has sinned, God mercifully grants the sinner time to repent and accepts repentance, though it may be imperfect. Without divine mercy, a sin could not simply disappear from the scales of justice merely because the sinner repented, just as an assailant cannot free himself merely because he regrets what he did. And then we come to the third attribute, and this is the name El, which is the name for God. So this name denotes the power of God's mercy. And this is why this this two-letter name of God is so remarkable, El, Eliflamed. And why we find it in the name Elohim. Because the name Elohim speaks of the ultimate, when it's talking about Hashem, it speaks about the ultimate governing authority. The ultimate authority as a judge. So El, this name denotes the power of God's mercy. So Hashem 1, Hashem 2, then El 3. Then we come into number 4. Rachum, Rachum, compassionate. In response to pleas for mercy, God eases the suffering of those punished for their sins. God is compassionate with us. Now the fifth one, Vechanu, and gracious. God is gracious even to those unworthy of his kindness. Also, if someone finds himself lacking in the willpower to avoid sin and seeks God's help, he will be given it. This is the power of God's graciousness towards us. Then number six, Erech Apayim. He is what? Slow to anger. With both the righteous and the wicked, God is patient. Number seven, verav chesed. Now chesed is one of my favorite, most favorite words in Hebrew. Chesed is kindness. So verav chesed and abundant, abundant in kindness. And when we look at this word rav, it's, it talks about something that is large, something that is big. His kindness is overwhelming so he is kind even those to those who lack personal merit i love this and then we come to number eight the emet and truth god never reneges on his word to reward those 
who serve him. Being truthful is doing that which you say you will do. This to me is the amazing part of the attributes of God's kindness and truth towards us. And we can look at this in a very interesting way as well, with kindness and truth. Kindness is when God does things for us, even though he hasn't said he was going to do them, or he hasn't promised. He does them out of the kindness of his heart, about his desire for us, which is for good. And truth is when he does those things he says he is going to do. And this is the, this is the amazing thing about what is going on here with these 13, 13 attributes and how he is conveying to us his nature and character. And so when we start to meditate on these things, what are we doing? We are coming into the, literally coming into the sound of his voice, speaking these things to us. They become the centrality of our meditation. We don't have to guess at God's heart towards us because this is literally the voice of God telling us who he is to us. So this is verse 6. So let me just say them again in verse 6. So Hashem, Hashem, El Rachum, Vechanun, Erech Apayim, Verav Chesed, Ve Emet. And then we come into verse 7. And the first one is Notsir Chesed La Alafim, preserver of kindness for thousands. And you'll find in some translations, it puts in there for thousands of generations. So it's amazing here because there are two things that are repeated as we go through this. If you just may have just have noticed this, but Hashem Hashem, repeated twice. And then we also have Chesed kindness repeated twice so there's an emphasis here Hashem always speaks about the relational context isn't that amazing when he presents or starts to speak towards towards us the the 13 attributes of his mercy his nature and his character which meets with us literally when we listen to it that's what's coming towards us all we have to do is step into the sound so Hashem Hashem relational relational mercy reaching towards us the sound of his voice moving towards us as a constant unshakable unmovable unstoppable force but what comes with it chesed chesed kindness kindness how amazing is this not chesed preserver of kindness for thousands the kindness in this context refers to the good deeds of people, which God regards as if they had done him kindnesses. Even though Torah requires them to perform such deeds, he preserves those deeds, listen to this, for the benefit of their generations, so that newer, less virtuous generations can be rewarded for the deeds of their forebears. And this is something quite remarkable to think about. The things that we do for Hashem, the kindnesses that we do, in other words, the things that we start to realize and start to allow our heart to become an expression and a reflection of His kindness. So we just start doing things on His behalf. 
He takes though the record, the memorial, testimonial witness of those things and allows the benefit of those things having been done to benefit the generations that continue afterwards for thousands. Oh my gosh. So number 10, Nose Avon. And this is literally forgiver of iniquity. God forgives the intentional sinner if he repents. Forgiver of willful sin. Even the one who rebels against God and purposefully seeks to anger him is given an opportunity to repent. How amazing is our God. Number 12. And forgiver of inadvertence. And God forgives the person who repents of sins committed out of carelessness or apathy. And then we come to number 13, the last one. Venake. And who absolves. God wipes away the sins of those who repent sincerely. So that the effect of the sin vanishes. And then it goes on to say, with the remaining of the verse, however, if one does not repent, he does not absolve. So when we read these things, we begin to realize the heart of what God is saying here to us is to facilitate a conscious response from us. And how amazing is it when we respond to the sound of Hashem speaking to us through his word we come into the sound of that voice we come into the movement of his breath it changes us it changes the way we speak it changes the way we pray it changes the way we meditate and we sit in that environment environment and the way we think the way we speak and ultimately the way we act starts to become a reflection of what we are sitting inside of Hashem Hashem El Rachum Vechanu Erech Apayim Verav Chesed Veemet Notzir Chesed La Alafim Nose Avon Va Feisha Vechatra Venakei Baruch Hashem Shalom Shalom